Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Back together, the John and Ken Show. Uh, John's in mourning. Uh, of course, big story this afternoon. Olivia Newton-John has passed was, away at the age of 73. That was my teenage crush. It was, uh, yes. Missed that many she was the ultimate woman for me at the time. Ooh, how about that? You were the ultimate boy. <laughs> Did you see the movie Grease? That doesn't seem like a movie you would see um, at all. Well, she was it's in kind it. Of a so musical. You, it's kind well, of well, a... Yeah, but she was in it. It's about... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I... Well, that, that's the I answer to the question. I just can't see you seeing that movie. No, I normally mean. I I probably... If it was anybody else, I probably would not have gone. But. Did you dance like John Travolta? Yeah, right. I no. Must have moved? I only did slow dances. <laughs> No, 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 never any fast dances. No disco. No nothing. Uh, one Nobody of the stories... wants to see that. Nobody wants to see a guy like me doing... I think it would be hysterical. I'd well, that's the problem. <laughs> yes, people want to make fun of you. Love to see you embarrass yourself. You know, very important thing in life is to know your limitations. You have a much happier, more successful life. If you don't try to do what you can't do. And you have many limitations. That's right, which is why I don't do much. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the back and forth, and it's getting more attention because that was the plan. The governors of Texas and Arizona said, look, if you're going to allow this many migrants into the country and they're going to end up in our states, well, maybe we ought to spread them out more. Now, the Biden administration's Department of Homeland Security actually has done that with flights where they have uh, taken the migrants to different cities around the country, often in the dead of night, and just dropped them there. 
But what uh, Texas and Arizona is doing, they're putting them on buses. They're sending them to D.C. and New York. And the response from the media at first, I mean, this is months ago, the coverage was, oh, it's not that many, nothing's <laughs> happening. Well, things change in a hurry. <laughs> the mayor of Washington, D.C., this Muriel E. Bowser, said that they have had thousands who have arrived there, mostly <laughs> from Texas. We are overwhelmed. And she oh. asked... Oh, poor then, baby. She asked the Biden administration for assistance from the National Guard. And the word came down late Friday, no. <laughs> Isn't this the funniest story of the whole summer? I can't get enough of this story. I love this. Well, this I, is exactly I, I what would vote the for governor's Greg. Greg Abbott of Texas. This is what he was trying to do, <laughs> is call attention to this problem. And as we pointed out on this show many times before... It's that old, all right, well, if you're in favor of open borders, let's you go. see what happens when they're on your front lawn. That's right. right. Because this was such a safe position for all these uh, Democrats in, in Washington, D.C., and New York, and everybody in Congress. It was such a safe to stand there and, 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 and do your blowhard speech about compassion and, and America should be open-hearted and open-minded and take in the poor and extend the hand and all this nonsense, right? It's easy to do that when it doesn't come within 2,000 miles of your house, right? And then you could be, you could be just so sanctimonious and obnoxious about it. You are holier than thou. You're more compassionate than thou. And then they show up and everybody's going, what the hell? Get the National Guard immediately. What's going on? I don't want these people here. And the response from some is they just need housing. You don't need, the, you don't need a military response. I'm not sure what the National Guard would do. I, just, they can't figure out where to put the. It says here 15 weekly busloads of arrivals have been coming to D.C. I, I, hope, I hope somebody digs up every precious woke quote from all these East Coast Democratic politicians who are criticizing Trump or Greg Abbott or... Uh, uh, Governor Ducey in Arizona, every snarky thing they ever said about how mean and nasty and cold-hearted they were in not embracing immigrants. These are such insufferable phonies. Honestly, the most smug, arrogant, sanctimonious, insufferable phonies that, that the human race can produce. Just, uh, also now, getting their share is New York City. The mayor there just called the whole situation horrible and has been criticizing the Texas governor. And they do the same thing. Oh, using human beings as political pawns is disgusting. No, really. Spokes hole for Mayor Eric Adams in New York City. Well, the, yeah, Bowser said, uh, I, I, it said, uh, she said, I have to deploy, I've got to deploy the resources I need to handle it. We need our National Guard. If I were a state, I would have already done it. I would have deployed the National Guard. And what are they going to do? Shoot people? What are you going to yeah, do I, with the National Guard? The National Guard is more about, right, emergencies and crowd control. And I don't really understand why you would call in the National Guard to handle people getting off buses. They're just looking for uh, handouts, someplace to go. And, of course, they're claiming a lot of them are lied to. They're told all sorts of uh, fake stories to get on the buses to go to New York City or to go to Washington, D.C. Listen to this person. I don't know if this is a man or a woman. Uh, Mod, uh, Mod V. Val. 
an organizer in the Migrant Solidarity Mutual Aid Network. Uh, They've got 300 volunteers spending thousands of dollars in donations to respond to the migrants' needs. And volunteers greet each bus, help the migrants find their way to shelters or hotels. The city pays for the lodging. They put migrants up in their own homes. Good. That's what you ought to do. The city should not rely on the labor and funds of D.C. residents and volunteers to support folks and welcome folks. What do you mean? The Texas residents had to. The Texas residents and the Arizona residents' tax money had to go to support them. Why not the Washington, D.C. residents? Yeah, why, they, why do the New York City residents have to take on all of this? Really? I don't understand. You were declaring yourself, all these cities were declaring themselves sanctuary cities, right? Well, well, it's easy to do when the migrants don't come to your city. You can say, oh, we're a sanctuary city. We support the humanitarian rights of all illegal aliens. What, they're here? What do you mean they're here? Who asked them to come? I, but have you ever seen bigger fakes in your life? <laughs> really, they, this, these are the fakest, phoniest people ever. They, they hate, now, this, this Muriel Bowser and Eric Adams, they hate these immigrants. This is a huge headache. There's thousands coming in. There's nowhere to put them. There's no food for them. There's no shelter for them. They're going to be wandering around on the streets. They hate this. They wish all these people would go back home. They wish Trump would come and build a wall. Yeah, Adams is saying that we're already, our homeless shelters are already full. We don't have any more room. He's asking for an emergency, to open up some emergency ones. Can you imagine what they're saying behind closed doors? they got to control themselves when they speak out in public. What do you think they're saying privately in their offices? Probably every horrible thing that anybody has ever said about immigrants, these people are saying now. Because there is no, there's, there's no way to, for them to solve the problem. It's impossible. When you get that kind of flood, and I hope Abbott keeps sending them there. Good. I'd vote for him for president of the universe after this stunt. This is great. This is exactly what these phonies need. And a new Gallup poll today came out saying that uh, for the first time since 2014, Americans think there's too much migration going on. (laughs) Yeah, you think? Two million? Although it's really split. 38% want less. 27% want more. 31% said, eh, keep it at its current level. But the last time more Americans wanted immigration reduced was in 2014 when the number was 41%. So there's mm-hmm. been some, I guess, notice taken of what's been going yeah. on at the border. Because this, this story is so underplayed by well, most of the media. Because only Fox uh, News covers it. Nobody right. else New, does. New York Post does. New York Post does. Uh, online. There are quite a few stories on this. But, right. you know, the visuals are, is what really moves people. When you know, when like when you everybody saw the uh, ten thousand Haitians under the bridge, right? Yeah, that that captured everybody's attention. That did. Yeah, that was last year. Reading right. reading it in print, it's just numbers. John and Ken show. Okay, I find couldn't be helped. Your turn to talk and no, I choked. something got cut, caught in my throat. I don't know what. No. I'm not eating anything, but whatever. Uh, people are looking at a video this afternoon. Uh, Biden arrived. With his wife, apparently, I think it was to tour the flood damage in Kentucky. And, uh, well, he, he can't get his jacket on. He gets out of, like, a van. Have you seen this video from c No, I haven't seen it yet, no. And, uh, oh, you did? Yeah. He's got, he's got the mask on. She does not. Jill Biden does not. But Joe's got the mask on because he's still... He finally tested negative, I guess, uh, recently. He, he kept testing positive for COVID. And... Uh, <laughs> 
the video continues. He drops his glasses. She helps him get his jacket on because the some say the wind was blowing and he could not. You know, how you get one arm in and you just can't get that other arm sure. to find its way around and could happen to anybody. And get into the other arm socket. And you, you can't. She get... comes over and she uh, aids him. And then he starts to walk a few steps, and his sunglasses pop off his head. <laughs> He's like Mr. Magoo. He doesn't look. Yeah, <laughs> it's not flattering. It does look like a guy in the home, and she's the attendant. Can you imagine? Because she looks young enough to be like a health aide. You know, yeah, right. Exactly. Like I know she is younger. But I forget how many years because he's eighty, and yeah, he tried to catch his glasses, and they fall to the ground. Poor Joe. Where am I? And he starts walking in a different direction from her. Did did he? Yeah, he did a little bit. Yeah, I just watched it <laughs> the end of the video. Have you seen it yet? You should go watch it. No, no, I'm waiting it's for it. It's only 40 seconds. No, I'm waiting for it to, to, to load here. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, yeah, when you get a chance to do that. Uh, you probably heard big story over the weekend, really ridiculous. The Inflation Reduction Act was passed by the United States Senate 5051. All right, 5150, because Kamala Harris had to cast the deciding vote. It's, it'll have an easier time in the House of Representatives, so they're calling this a major achievement for Biden and the Democrats. It's considered a climate, health, and tax package. But the title of it's hysterical. The uh, Inflation Reduction Act, they know inflation's killing them. So let's put together a bill. doesn't matter what's in it. Just call it Inflation Reduction Oh, yeah. It, it does no such thing. I mean, it's a total lie. Uh, even Probably Bernie Sanders. not. Bernie Sanders said so. Yeah. And one of the other Democratic senators said so. It was, it, was, it was just to get the phrase in the news media, in all the articles, and they happily comply. They, they refer to it as the Inflation Reduction Act over and over and over again. Well, that's its technical name, I guess. That's, that's what the, it, the well, bill is called. Except if you're a real journalist, you put comma, even though everyone who's analyzed the budget says it does no such thing. Because it does no such thing. I heard a congressman speak today, and he was trying to explain, well, how does this actually help people with inflation? Well, it could bring down the cost of Medicare, for instance. And we're going to put incentives in there to buy electric vehicles. So it could save you money on buying an electric car. Well, what if people don't have that in mind? That's not the kind of inflation they're battling right now. They're worried about the cost of food. What's it? But well, it didn't really provide that. You know what it does? It raises taxes on the oil and gas industry. It raises uh, $6.5 billion in taxes on natural gas. So your natural gas bills will go up for, uh, to heat your home. There's a $12 billion crude oil tax. Well, that's going to increase your energy costs as well. There's a there's a one billion dollar coal tax, uh, and then there's a corporate income tax hike, which of course the corporations will pass on to you. So I, all that does is going to drive up the cost of gas, natural gas, oil, and coal, everything we use to power our lives, and it's the gasoline prices that has, and the oil prices that have driven all the inflation. So this is going to do exactly the opposite. Every single penny of these taxes is going to be reflected in your energy bills at home and in your gas bills when you fill up. The other thing that came out of this bill, they're giving the IRS an additional $80 billion over the next 10 years to step up the audits. More than half of the money is meant for enforcement. The IRS said that they will only focus 
on people making $400,000 a year or more. All the bad people. All the, the bad rate, people who are successful. Yeah, the audit rate for Americans making $5 million or more dropped to about 2% in 2019. It was, tw- it was 16% back in 2010. So that's... And we've talked about the IRS before. They claim that they have just been overwhelmed. And the last couple of years, they were very slow in refunding money to a lot of taxpayers. But uh, this is supposed to give them a shot in the arm. The, the other fake part of this bill, and there was a great story in the New York Times on this today. And the New York Times even like surrendered on this one. There is a $7,500 federal tax credit if you buy an electric car. But there's one big asterisk. Mm. The car and its parts has to be made in America. And most of the uh, parts and most of the, uh, (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for? The minerals that are needed, for example, to make the car batteries are mined in foreign countries. Well, does that count? Uh, it, 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 it means that you're not as long allowed- as the minerals come here and then come together to make the car. No, if it's, if, 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 if the, uh, ingredients of a car come from foreign countries, then you're not eligible for the tax credit. Uh, oh. let me read this article here. This is really fascinating. It says they're promoting electric vehicles as a solution to climate change, but an uncomfortable truth remains. Battery powered cars are much too expensive for a vast majority of Americans, so that's why they came up with this $7,500 tax credit. But automakers say the credit will apply only to a narrow slice of vehicles because of domestic sourcing requirements. And high prices are caused by shortage of batteries, shortage of raw materials like lithium, components like semiconductors. For example, the semiconductors are largely manufactured in, in Asia. In Taiwan, for example. That's why China is sending missiles over Taiwan all, all last week is so dangerous because that's where a lot of semiconductors come from. Right. And so if, if they decide they want to start, uh, in fact, they had a blockade one day in the Straits of Taiwan. So if they decide to blockade trade going in and out of that country or they want to aim a couple of missiles at a semiconductor factory, then we're all screwed. Um, the bottlenecks will take years to unclog. Car makers and suppliers of batteries and chips must build and equip new factories. They have to open new mines and build refineries. Charging companies are struggling to install stations fast enough. So electric vehicles remain largely the province of the rich. Uh, I heard that some of the environmental groups do not like some of this mining for the materials they need for the electric uh, vehicles. And they're going to start to try to block these projects. Because they do not like what they believe could be environmental destruction caused by removing the minerals. It's horrible. In the places in this country where they're trying to to develop lithium mines, there's all kinds of lawsuits and protests because they want to do it in in Nevada, and they want to do it out by the Salton Sea. Apparently, there's a lot of lithium. Oh, that's what Newsom said last year. Yeah. It's full of lithium. Right. And so there's environmentalists and there's... uh, Native American tribes, because a lot of this land falls on, on tribal property, and, and they're furious with it. So this, this is a—it says here, many, many new electric cars may not qualify for the $7,500 credits the, uh, because a car's battery must be made in North America with raw materials coming from trade allies. Well, that's going to get tricky. Yeah. That's like, in look, the bill? Wow, that is going to really limit the cars, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, only Tesla is close uh, to meeting those standards, the way they've set up their company. Um, you know, and, and, and the rah-rah crowd says, oh, well, someday, you know, we're going to be able to do this cheaper and we're going to use different minerals and this and that. But in reality, all this stuff is decades away. I, this is actually fascinating. There's so much hype, and the hype is so far ahead of the reality. And they're going to be – see, what they're going to do is they pass the $7,500 credit because they want to shut up all the, all the climate uh, uh, fanatics. Hey, we did something. See, you know, we passed part yes. of the Green Deal. But in reality, it's a tax credit none of us are going to be able to use because most of the cars are built with foreign parts. And even the ones that aren't are going to cost you $75,000. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, the uh, update on Ann Hayes, who drove her car into a house the other day uh, in, in L.A., is that she is supposedly in a coma and dealing with significant injuries. According to TMZ, a rep says shortly after the accident, Ann Hayes became unconscious, slipped into a coma, is in critical condition. Significant pulmonary injury requiring mechanical ventilation and burns that require surgical intervention. I mean, apparently she, it appears, we don't know for sure, had too much to drink, had a bad day, and then uh, got involved in two hit and runs before barreling into this house, which created this big fire, and that house was destroyed, by the way. So uh, they're trying to get a sample of her blood to determine if she was under the influence, but... Uh, to me, it looked suicidal, didn't it? It seemed like it was some attempt. When to, you're uh, driving into a house, yeah, yeah, a couple times, yeah, a couple of cars too. Just absolutely lost it and just started running. Yeah, into things. it seems like a, a to hell the, the hell to the hell with it moment, yeah. where you're, you're speeding along, you're banging into other cars. It's like ah, screw it, and just go right for the house. Blow right, up. So that's the celebrity update. Uh, the El Segundo Times did another one of its great stories about climate. Anxiety. And you know, John, the children are our future. Yes. So let's go to them and figure out how they're dealing with. Who's saying that? Was that Michael Jackson? Anxiety. What? There's a song, The Children Are a Future. No, it's a line from a song. Oh, okay. Uh, Whatever. The Whitney Houston song. Something like that, yeah. Uh, the Greatest Love of All, I think. Uh, and I believe the children are the future. It's very touching. <laughs> of course they are. It starts with, with Who wrote Sim. That? What a stupid line. Uh, I think it was Dolly Parton. Didn't she write The Greatest Love of All? Well, I, was just, I like her, but that was a stupid line. Okay. Uh, it starts with a, a, a guy by the name of Sim. Sim Bilal. Six years old, he had nightmares of floods pouring through his South Los Angeles home. He had watched Al Gore as an inconvenient truth, you see. Oh, he watched that? When he was six, yeah. That's how old it is. <laughs> He's had nightmares. That's So a six-year-old, you know, could imagine. He's now 20. Well, you know how scary the end of the world looks to a six-year-old? Oh. Yeah. So he's trying to cope with his climate anxiety by turning his anxiety and his fears into action. But the, it, the theme of this article is these are young people that are getting involved and well, fighting back. This is what I've always thought, that a lot of these fanatics are emotionally disturbed because it said after watching An Inconvenient Truth, he struggled with severe anxiety over the fate of the planet for years. He would come home from school and lie in bed feeling powerless over the growing climate crisis. 
Isn't this child abuse? What is? I mean, watching an inconvenient truth when you're six. Oh, and then yeah, it and probably then doesn't put it in great perspective when and, you're six. And, yeah. and then, wait, you're laying in bed every day after school and you have severe anxiety? And now he's an activist? See, the activists are often mentally ill people. This poor kid, you know, he needs, uh, needs uh, serious treatment. He needs to have other hobbies. Uh, the symptoms include panic attacks, insomnia, obsessive thinking, and grief. Mm -hmm. Bilal said, just seeing the effects of the climate crisis in real time, it's even more scary. Yeah. See, he, he was traumatized. He, uh, so he, at 15, he started getting involved in climate activist organizations. Right. You're right. And then, you know, and then it becomes a religion. A lot of traumatized people join what used to be organized religions that we would recognize, or they join cults, and now they join these, uh, these uh, environmental groups. Uh, he, he said, uh, as he grew older, he began to imagine what his city could become. Homes flooding, native trees withering in the heat, butterflies and bees facing extinction. Look at that. He kept imagining all the bees and butterflies dying, widespread famine, dying crops in the Central Valley. Sounds like Jerry Brown. They talked to Andra Brosh. Andra is a clinical psychologist and certified ecotherapist in Pasadena. <laughs> well, that's a good racket. So she deals with seeing these people who have anxiety and depression. They come in, they don't understand where, where it comes from. And then mm -hmm. we go through a line of questioning. We learn it's traced to concerns about the destruction of the environment. Nico didn't want their last name used. 31-year-old Silver Lake resident. Oh. First went into therapy in 2020 because he was overweight and he thought COVID might get him. But now it's, it's branched out into fears over the environment. Right. And, and really what he's got, he's just got this general anxiety. So whatever's in the news is going to be the latest fear that he's going to latch on to. My favorite, when calling for an Uber... He cancels it unless it is an electric vehicle or eco-friendly car that's coming. <laughs> that's how he's climate active. <laughs> and how many times in this show, well, and this was a, a great example of it. It's China and India. You got to get through to them. And you see what happened. China's canceling climate talks with the U.S. because right. of uh, Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. They're, they're canceling a lot of talks. So, right. So, that's their way of giving us the finger over that. Game like, over on that. Yeah, we're going to open up 50 more coal plants tomorrow. We're, we're going we're gonna to be flagellating ourselves and denying ourselves in this country. And China is building hundreds of coal fired plants, and they're never going to stop. They're never, ever going to do anything to, to limit their uh, greenhouse uh, gas I mean, production. These people, too, they, they play, <laughs> talk about playing at the margins. Katerina Gaines spent part of her summer traveling with other teenagers and young adults to Sacramento to rally for a state bill that would have divested state employees' retirement funds from the fossil fuel companies. Oh, that's really going to do it. Meanwhile, what? China's building another thousand coal plants. What I mean, well, Katerina, if you really want to make a difference, get involved with an organization that <laughs> pressures those countries that I just mentioned, China and India, to do something Wait, about their emissions because... Constantly harping on the U.S. and particularly in California, we're obsessed here. All the all other the, states aren't like this, as you said earlier in the show. <laughs> no, they're they're not. The, the the only thing that does it means that the uh, state workers will not enjoy the profits that the oil companies uh, make, right? Because right. you invest in the in the stocks of the oil companies, you can withdraw. But that's not going to affect the stock price very much. That's not going to affect their profits. That's not going to affect their drilling. It's not going to affect anything. It just means you don't get your share of those profits. We've so had 16 it's, it's, it's years. It's stupid. 
16 years of them saying, oh, yeah, we do this and every state and country will follow. It, it hasn't happened. No, no. L- listen to this. They, stu- they published a study a few months ago, 10,000 people from 10 countries, ages 16 to 25. 59% reported feeling very or extremely worried about climate change. 84% moderately worried. Well, you're going to create an entire generation of mentally ill, neurotic basket cases. How yes. are they going to get through life as they're going to because they're going to see as the years go by that nothing changes, that nothing uh, will change, nothing can change. You're just going to have to adapt to whatever is going on. A lot of these people seem to me like they don't have adult responsibilities yet, so they can no. obsess over things like this, things they well, see on the news, and they read on social media. Or you can become a 31-year-old of- guy who's overweight and feeling bad about himself, and you won't take the Uber ride unless it's an electric car. So You're doing your part, yeah. So you stand on the curb, and a gas-powered car shows up, and so go, oh, I can't take that. That's bad for the environment. So you go back home. And uh, you, you know you don't uh, you don't go to the movie that day. You don't go to the party. Oh, by the way, the bill that would have divested state retirement plans of eleven billion dollars in fossil fuel companies died. It did of not course, you think so. you think the employee unions, the state employee unions, are going to allow that? The, the, yeah, really? the oil company profits are through the roof right now. Yeah, good point. You're yeah, right with the high gas prices. It's a terribly stupid thing to do. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. We'll be joined by a congressman after the news at 4 o'clock. It's Doug LaMalfa from up north, a Republican. And his district includes where there have been some pretty devastating fires in recent years. The Dixie Fire last year, that campfire in Paradise in 2018, which killed a lot of people. He's going to talk about, uh, you know, fire management policies, environmental groups, versus our slow-moving governments, federal and state, in these vegetation management projects that they've had, which is basically, as I said, raking the leaves, clearing the brush, and trying to get ahead of this. Because the, the claim is, well, if you're so worked up about climate change doing all of this, how come we're not doing more and making this a priority to clear out this brush so we don't have these devastating wildfires? Mm, we've so had 100 talking. years or more of really bad policy because... Uh, the white man thought uh, they were smarter than the uh, Native Americans who tended to the forests for centuries. And they knew how to clear the forests and do controlled burns and maintain them. Yeah. So we'll uh, get into all of that after the news at 4 o'clock with Congressman LaMalfa. Uh, beginning at, what time is it? Thursday night, 10.30 uh, p.m. Pacific. Oh, it's a late you can go live and online, and you can bid on uh, Prince Harry's underwear. Ew. Ew. Ten years ago, Ew. this was a big tabloid story. <laughs> Prince Harry went to Vegas and partied hardy <laughs> and ended up in a famous picture cupping his uh, genitals because he was without clothes. Well, I, missed that, uh, I missed that picture. It was a strip billiards game. And the stripper who was there has his underwear. And 10 years later, she's putting them up for bid. Beginning Thursday night at 1030. (laughs) This was August of 2012 this happened. 
Uh, the picture shows Harry cupping his genitals with a seemingly topless woman and her and bear hugging another woman who appeared to be nude as well. This was a. Uh, is that a the big same prince, prince Harry that goes uh, is married to Meghan Markle? Is that the... Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. See, I I tried to avoid all news about the one that walks around and says, "Whatever you say, darling. Whatever you want me to do, and however you want me to appear." He's, oh, he's the one on a leash, and he walks on all fours. Oh my God, is he? Uh, what's the term? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I Holy think that. Mackerel. That's the scientific term. That doesn't take much of a. He is uh, basically, uh, yeah, uh, castrated. <laughs> Well, we don't know. He put his hands in front of it. Oh, she! From what I understand, she dictates everything they do, and they're uh -huh. getting involved in all these causes now. And climate change is one of them, as it turns out. Oh, I know. I mean, I mean, they—they. They, I mean, she seems like the biggest headache in history, and he seems like just the biggest, softest little wimp in history. Right. People uh, are wondering if he'll ever decide he'd like to have his own life back and then end that marriage. But uh, wow. Uh, she thinks... What does he do all day? This could bring a million dollars, this pair of underwear. I... Really? <laughs> if the bidding reaches $800,000, the winner gets a vintage three-liter bottle of 1996 Dom Perignon Rosé, wrapped in 24-karat gold, which itself is worth 200000 That's kind of her... This must be an auction for the stupid. Uh... Is this like, a, and, and, and it may turn out to be a zero. Maybe nobody will. I, I mean, Besides, I, how do you authenticate that it's? Uh, well, you'd have to do a DNA scrape. Uh, for the record, because she put out a picture. Her name is Carrie Royale. Uh, they're they're little black tidy whiteies. How do you, how does she even prove that's his? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to spend a million dollars on a pair of underwear, uh, yeah, so I'm... you can put them up on the wall and say that that's uh, Prince Harry's. And then, yeah, what are you going to do with the underwear? Who wants to see it? Uh, I can go over somebody's it's a conversation house. piece. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why do you have a pair of underwear uh, on a fra framed on your wall? I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> well, it turns out that uh, was royal underwear. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. And is there a royal stain in there? Do you know, I was I mentioned before, I was up at the Yellowstone Park, right? Yeah. National Park, and, and they have Yellowstone Lake. Do you know under Yellowstone Lake is one of the largest supervolcanoes in the world? And when it blows, it could it, it's going to destroy the entire United States. Oh. And I was thinking about it as we were walking around the lake, that it, this thing is right underneath me right now, and it blows. And this is, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. Because look what we're doing. We have an auction for Prince Harry's underwear. The, the, the nation deserves to have the super volcano blow. I, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk again about the old topic of forest management and people up in the northern part of the state, particularly hit by that terrible McKinney fire. But other fires before that talk about just how much bureaucratic waste, environmental blockage comes into these programs that are designed to clear some of the trees and brush. Coming up next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation, and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 
691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.